Hello and welcome to a rather windy desert in the Middle East. My name is Padre Chrissy, and I am the chaplain here serving with the British forces and coming from the Royal Air Force. Welcome to our Sunday service, which celebrates both Pentecost and the Queen's Jubilee. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you and also with you. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. The collect for this Sunday. Holy Spirit, sent by the Father, ignite us with your holy fire. Strengthen your children with the gift of faith. Revive your church with the breath of love and renew the face of the earth through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
Well, we've come to a slightly less windy and scorching heat place where in my office now, which is where I operate out of in the Middle East. So I'm Padre Chrissy. I'm the chaplain for all those British personnel who's serving here and around the broader Middle Eastern area. I've been a chaplain in the Royal Air Force for about five years and it is my dream job. I'm really enjoying it and it's such a blessing and a privilege and a really humbling experience. The bulk of what I do is people will come and speak to me about all areas of their life that may be taking up more of their headspace or concerning them or um, they may be puzzled or confused about what to do uh, in those situations. I give advice and support, but the main thing that I do is I listen and let them unload what's going on in their world. And I sit with them in that, sharing with them and uh, sharing that empathy. It's an amazing honour to do this. There's a great level of trust there and it's absolutely fantastic. I also do um, other things around the base. So I'll go around with Mawam or cookies um, to, to share the love, to let people know that they're valued and that they are important and that they are loved. It's the small things that can make a big difference, especially when you're deployed in a situation like this, when you're away from friends and family and your normal support network. I do the God stuff as well. So I run services, leading and preaching, as well as Bible studies and prayer groups. And although my faith is the massive foundation under what I do, it comes out in gentle, compassionate ways as I share the love of Jesus with those around me in really practical ways through the chaplaincy. So that's a little bit about me and I feel very blessed and honoured to be a part of this service, especially on this Jubilee Sunday as we remember the Queen who has given her whole life in service to others. And I encourage you to pray over this period for our men and women of the armed forces who are also following suit and serving um, others, putting service above self. And um, the guys who are out here, particularly in the Middle East and in other areas around the world, who have left their comfort zones to step out and to put service above self. So before we go any further in today's service, I invite us to turn to our time of confession. Lord God, our maker and our redeemer, this is your world and we are your people. Come among us and save us. We have willfully misused your gifts of creation. Lord, be merciful. Forgive us our sin. We have seen the ill treatment of others and have not gone to their aid. Lord, be merciful. Forgive us our sin. We have condoned evil and dishonesty and failed to strive for your justice. Lord, be merciful. Forgive us our sin. We have heard the good news of Christ, but we have failed to share it with others. Lord, be merciful. Forgive us our sin. We have not loved you with all our heart, nor our neighbours as ourselves. Lord, be merciful. Forgive us our sin. May the God of love bring us back to himself, forgive us our sins and assure us of his eternal love in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hi, I'm Squadrino Armstrong and I'm currently serving on operations with the Royal Air Force. Our first reading is taken from Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 21. When the day of Pentecost came, 
they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all those who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Parthians, Medes and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, they've had too much wine. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is the word of the Lord.
Our second reading is taken from James chapter 1, verses 2 to 8. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like the wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. So I'm out here in the Middle East in this chapel, and this is where I'm currently deployed to. I've left friends and family and the normal behind me to come to this very hot desert. And I'm here because this is where I'm called to be through the RAF right at this moment. I'm here with people who are deployed between four to six months. And before you deploy, when you've been given your notice, you're given all this information about where you're going to and how to prep to deploy there. All the training you need to do before you go, the different qualifications you need to make sure you're current in. You chat with the people who've gone before you and find out their experiences. And you get a massive list of kit which you need to be issued so that you can be relatively comfortable in 40 degree plus heat. But more than that, to make sure you're safe in the job that you're going to do and that you're fully equipped for the task ahead. Now, all of this prep happens in the run-up, and normally you get a few months' uh, notice before you deploy. This got me thinking about the preparations the Queen had before she stepped into not something temporary like a deployment, but the whole of her life ahead of her as Queen. In a relatively short period of time and in her grief, she stepped up to prepare herself for the call which was on her life. She would have been preparing herself ever since her father became king, but his untimely death, with that happening, it would have been a more condensed amount of time to prepare. I wonder how equipped Her Majesty felt. And this links into our reading that we've heard today from Acts, where the apostles gathered to do what Jesus had asked them to do before they were deployed to the nations. They were told to wait. And he asked them to wait because they hadn't been prepared or fully equipped yet. Now, their waiting paid off because we all know that Jesus equipped them with the Holy Spirit, the most epic of all equipping. And the Holy Spirit would nurture in them the gifts and the fruits which they needed to enable them to do the tasks that were ahead of them. In this immediate instance, they were equipped with speaking in tongues, something which probably every GCSE language student is praying for right this moment as they prepare for their exams. And in our James passage that we have heard read, we see how the equipping in that instance of wisdom 
is there so that you're not lacking. But something I have been struck afresh by in the Acts retelling is how Jesus also equipped the apostles with each other. There was a togetherness growing. I mean, they waited for a good few days together. Acts 1 says they joined together constantly in prayer. And before that, they'd been together when they were grieving. They were fearful of their lives together. They were confused together. And then they were together as they witnessed the resurrected Lord. And now I have said the word together too many times. There's some bonding which would have happened in this traumatic and emotional time. And out here in this desert, I can tell you that there are relationships which form between people who are going through the same things and sometimes an emotional time. Even just being away from home and your normality, that togetherness is something affirming and develops close relationships. A togetherness where you rely on one another, where you support one another where you become a team lifting one another up so that the task can be done and so that individuals are supported. It's kind of like, you know, when Moses was praying during a battle and his arms got tired and whenever they dropped, the, the battle would be, uh, they would be losing. His two mates came alongside to help hold his arms up. Togetherness becomes part of our equipping as we go out. The queen, the apostles, members of the armed forces, Moses, they weren't just equipped with things or resources. They were also in a community and in relationship with others. And we all have the double whammy of this in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is part of our relationship with God and with others. And the Holy Spirit also equips us with the gifts we need for the calling God has ahead of us. And as we step out in faith with him on our deployments, whatever they might be, we don't go alone as the Holy Spirit empowers togetherness and enables equipping. I'm in the chapel here in uh, in where we're based in the Middle East. And each week, about 100 people gather in this place, in the middle of the desert, in the middle of operations, to worship God, to learn about him, and to share fellowship with one another. I think when you're away from home and living out of your comfort zone, we rely more on that connection with others. And faith becomes something more. It becomes more of a root. In fact, Her Majesty the Queen in her 2014 Christmas speech described her faith as the anchor in my life. Now, it's strange to use a watery analogy in the middle of a desert, but we've experienced some crazy winds here over the previous few weeks and anchoring things such as sunshades and chairs, etc., has been fundamental if you want that thing to be in the same place when you next need it. That's why I paired the James passage with the Pentecost retelling. Because even in togetherness and with the Spirit, there's no promise that we won't go through difficulty. All of us are emerging out of two years of trials and testing. Whether that be loneliness, grief, illness, unemployment, stress, each of us has had to persevere recently 
And perhaps you're watching this now, not having felt or been a part of togetherness for a long time. Is it God we go to when we, were, when we are in these times of lacking? Where is our anchor, whether we feel battered by water, wind or sand? Are you feeling in a time of grief and change, but knowing you need to step into what is next? Do you feel ready? Do you need to wait to be equipped? What have you got around you for support? Who have you got around you? Or perhaps you're exploring what God's call is on you, waiting for your next deployment notice. But what preps can you be doing in this time? Strengthening your relationship with God and with others. Amen.
we join together in the words of the Creed. Do you believe and trust in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe and trust in his Son, Jesus Christ? I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe and trust in the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks for the reign of your servant Elizabeth, our Queen, and for the example of loving and faithful service which she has shown among us. Help us to follow her example of dedication and to commit our lives to you and to one another through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Father, as we think specifically of our Queen today, we are reminded of all those who lead and serve. On this National Thank You Day, we give you thanks for all those who lead and pray you bless them with wisdom and discernment. We particularly give thanks for all those who lead in our churches, both lay and ordained. Thank you for the time that you give to serving in our church. And from those us here out on deployment, we give thanks to our friends and families back home the sacrifices they have made, as well as so many others who put others above themselves. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. God of peace and justice, we pray for all places around the world where there is famine, fear, war and need. We pray particularly for the people of Ukraine today. We pray for the peace and laying down of weapons we pray for all those who fear tomorrow, that your spirit of comfort would draw near to them. We pray for those with power over war or peace, for wisdom, discernment, and compassion to guide their decisions. Above all, we pray for all your precious children at risk and in fear, that you would hold and protect them. In a moment of silence, we offer the prayers on our hearts at this time. We pray in the name of Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Amen. Almighty God, we come to you now in the knowledge of your power. We pray for all those we know who are unwell and suffering, those who are in pain or in ill body, mind or spirit. Trusting in your love and compassion, we place them into your hands and ask that you will guide all those caring for those and supporting them, as well as in your power bringing healing and completeness to them. We pray especially for those of whom grief and loneliness is all consuming at this time. Give us to show glimpses of your love and hope in their lives and equip us with the spirit to bring love and life into their darkness. We pray this in the name of Jesus, amen. We join together now in saying the words our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.
Let's pray for our Queen. Gracious God, we give you thanks for the reign of your servant, Elizabeth, our Queen, and for the example of loving and faithful service which she has shown among us. Help us to follow her example of dedication and to commit our lives to you and to one another through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I hope you have a really blessed Sunday or whenever you're watching this. And I close today's service with the blessing. May the Spirit of God, who hovered over the waters when the world was created, breathe into you the life he gives. May the Spirit, who overshadowed the Virgin when the Eternal Son came among us, make you joyful in the service of the Lord. May the Spirit, who set the church on fire upon the day of Pentecost, bring the world alive with the love of the risen Christ and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Amen. Filled with the Spirit's power, go in the light and peace of Christ. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.